Hello. Hi, is this Millie? It is. Hi, awesome. Hi. So as you hey, so as you know, I'm experimenting with Anchor. Thank you for being my second guest. And um thank you for playing with me. <laughs> my, my pleasure. Thank you for having All me. All right. All right. So um I want you to tell us a little tell us it's you and me, but pretend there's like an audience. So tell everybody a little bit yeah. about yourself and um your recent project. Like oh nature, yeah, um, nature. Sure. Yeah, yeah, um, your nature. Um, nature. Say forest bathing, but yeah, tell me about it. Right. Yeah. So, um, as you know, I'm a nurse practitioner and a certified health and wellness coach, and um, I work in the community now, helping um, navigate uh, healthcare, the healthcare system for um, newly diagnosed patients with cancer, as well as other chronic illnesses. Um, and one of the services I decided to offer um, beyond one-to-one coaching and doctor's appointments was um, I really w- really felt that there was a restorative property to nature, and um, I began to research um, what sort of um, um, nature walks people were taking in terms and how did they feel, and I came across articles referencing something called Japanese forest bathing, um, which I had never heard of before, but apparently is the cornerstone of primary um, preventative health care in Japan. And so um, lots and lots of research has been done on this there since the 1980s. And, um, you know, we typically um, know that being out in nature, there's a kind of intuitiveness that um, everyone says they feel better, but what does that really mean? Um, and so lots of little studies showing that it alleviates, uh, helps to alleviate depression and anxiety and reduces stress um, with the reduction of the cortisol level um, and promotion of healthy sleep. But in Japan, they took it um, even further than that. And um, studies that have been reported by the National Institute of Health um, show that um, trees actually emit an aromatic essential oil um, and that breathing, breathing this in causes an actual boost in the number and activity of natural killer cells as well as production of anti-cancer proteins produced by lymphocytes. And so this was really interesting to me, and um, I was blown away that more of this studying hadn't been done um, here. So um, I sort of put a lot of um, thinking into this and and partnered with, um, in New York, there's the Bedford Audubon Society, which is a chapter of, um, one of the chapters of the New York Audubon Society, and I was um, I'm thrilled to announce that they um, that they are very happy to partner with me on forming this program. And what started out to be um, just centered on cancer patients is now going to be two programs: one for cancer um, survivors and um, people actively being treated, as well as a secondary um, one for chronic illness. So we're going to be starting this fall. And um, we're going to be going through their nature trails um, and then coming back and having a um, 
facilitated meeting around a um, particular topic of interest. So, for example, cancer-related fatigue um, is a really big issue for cancer patients, and it lasts well past um, when they've completed their treatment for many people. Um, diet is always, and diet and nutrition type of uh, conversations are always um, valuable to both those with chronic illness like diabetes or hypertension as well as cancer patients. So those are just examples of some of the facilitated discussions that we're going to have and um, kind of group coaching um, that I'm going to be doing. So very exciting stuff. Very, very exciting stuff. So tell me about um, what I like, what I love, what I love about business and healthcare is how they intersect. And um, I believe that business is life and healthcare is all intertwined with all of that. So can you tell me about, like, how your relationship with um, your partners started? Did you reach out to them? What did you say? How did well, they get you know, on your radar? Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's, it's sort of, you know, um, after you get to a certain point in, in life, or at least I did, I began to see a lot of connections. Um, things sort of lead you up a, a certain path. And um, social media played a huge part in it because I had a former patient um, contact me on Facebook. And um, he said that he had um, a, a recurrence and um, went back to the institution that I had been working at, um, Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center, and had hoped to see me there um, and realized that I was no longer working there and he had been asking for me. So, of course, they couldn't really give any um, personal information, but for three years he had sort of been, you know, keeping eyes open to see if he bumped into me um, on, on Facebook or whatnot, and um, he found me. And so we reconnected over Facebook, and he asked me what I was doing. I told him that I had started my own um, business. And, um, you know, over time it came, I, I came to tell him about my nature walks, and he said, well, coincidentally, I know the director of the Katona Bedford Audubon Society. Would you like a warm introduction? And I said, I would love one. And so um, as fate would have it, just as I was conceptualizing this, we, you know, reconnected. Wow. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. You know, I love the power of social media for good. <laughs> I knew you'd love that. that it. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it makes, it, I mean, really, honestly, when you use it for good, it makes, it can make the world smaller. Um and yeah. the people who are seeking, you know, to promote good, it's funny how they end up finding one another. Right. Well, I remember, and it, it touched me um, deeply, because we, we've obviously stayed connected. Um, I was so surprised that he um, took such effort to find me. And um, through social media, this is very possible now. And I, I thanked him, and he goes, he told me, and he's told me many times, don't thank me because this is my way of thanking you. Because when I was in my darkest hour, you uplifted me. And this is a small thank you to you. So if there's anything I can do to, you know, keep that cycle of goodness going um, and, and repay you for um, 
comforting me when I when I really needed it, then then this is just a small way of saying thank you. And so it's sort of um you know, it's just sort of that ripple effect. And social media absolutely can be used for good. Absolutely. And the connections made um are powerful. Wow. All right. I have nothing further to add. <laughs> That's a beautiful, <laughs> that that was a beautiful story. I wanna close no, I want to close on that note, and um, please send me over the links on Facebook or whatever. Please send me over the links, if you can, of the article that you mentioned about um, that was done in Japan about the reduction. Of, Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, and also the links to um, what information that you have right now. I know it's developing, but what information you have about your future program. Uh, oh, I appreciate that. Too, and and, yeah, and hopefully this will become a blog post. I know I get transcripts after this is over, and um, we'll go from there. So I'm just going to end the call now, and this was awesome. Thank you so well, much for experimenting it. with me and figuring this anchor thing out. <laughs> Anytime. Thanks so much, Amelia. I appreciate it. Have of a course, great take evening. Take care. Bye. Take care. So much. You too. Bye. <laughs>